Well, this is former president of the United States, George W. Bush. Or is it? Maybe it's just John Morgan, George W. Bush imperpolator. <laughs> but hey, I love On Face Edge with Joe Taylor. This guy rocks. I mean, you know, salvation is is a process. It doesn't happen in a vacuum. Anyone that says that it does, then doesn't really know because you know he's drawing. He draws us to him. And uh, that's what's happened in Ray's life. And he's on that journey. Today, film producer Yokanon Marcelino joins us to discuss his new movie, The Identical, starring Ray Liotta and Ashley Judd. This is the 46th episode of On Faith Said. Yes, here it comes. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to On Faith's Edge. My name is Joe Taylor, recovering atheist and your servant in Jesus Christ. This is your place to hear conversations with people of faith in business and entertainment from all walks of life and levels of success. They all have one thing in common. Like Yokanon Marcelino, they believe in God and they come here to talk about it. Last episode, we spoke with author Dr. Michael Heiser. Dr. Michael Heiser is the academic editor at Logos Bible Software and spent over 15 years of researching what the Bible really says about the unseen world of the supernatural. We talked about his two new books, Supernatural and the Unseen Realm. You can hear those that, uh, that conversation at onfaithsedge.com slash 45. That's onfaithsedge.com slash 45. Up next, I speak with film producer Yokanon Marcelino. Uh, Yokanon is the founder, president, and CEO of City of Peace Media and City of Peace Films. The primary focus of City of Peace Media and City of Peace Films is to provide a framework where music, films, and video with redeeming value can be developed, produced, and distributed worldwide, bringing a message of hope, love, and encouragement to this generation. Their latest film project, The Identical, is a really special movie. It has award-winning actors Ray Liotta, Ashley Judd, Joe Pantoliano, and Seth Green, as well as a fantastic performance by newcomer Blake Rain. The Identical tells the compelling story of twin brothers unknowingly separated at birth during the Great Depression. Drexel Hemsley becomes an iconic 50s rock and roll star, while Ryan Wade, played by, played by Blake Rain, struggles to balance his love for music and pleasing his father. The Reverend Wade, played by uh, Ray Liotta, and this is a fantastic performance by Ray Liotta, and his uh, wife Ashley Judd are sure their adopted son has been gifted and called by God to be a preacher. As the brothers' destinies tragically collide, Ryan discovers that Drexel is his identical twin, which leads him to question everything he's ever believed about God, family, and his own identity. Let's take a listen to the trailer and then go right into the interview. God set you apart, son. Our job is to be who he made us to be. Hearing the call, staying obedient to it. Amen. Brian Reesway, welcome to your new life. It's time for you to grow up and be a man. You're going into the ministry. Mama, I don't hear this call Daddy wants me to hear. Took you long enough to figure that out. Sing songs, write songs, 
That's all I want to do. Yeah, let's do it. Oh! <laughs> dance, 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 everybody. This little musical tour of yours, it's over. I've already withdrawn. You dropped out of school? The call you heard was for your life, not mine. You're breaking my heart, boy. The love of God seeks us in every situation. If he is in your dreams, nothing can stand against him. Who are you? The Sultan Forty years wandering the desert, praying for an answer. You're looking for something, aren't you? It's in every storefront in town. I think this boy's a star. Is this what you really want? Really? I want you to be proud of me, Daddy. You are my son. And you are more than I ever dared pray for. How many times can that boy play the same song? Oh, my Lord. Hello, Yokanon. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to be here, Joe. Tell me about The Identical. It was released to 1,500 theaters. Is that right? Nationwide? Actually, 1,950 theaters. Uh, the, Identical the Identical was released to uh, on September the 5th. September the 5th. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the, what's the story behind it? Well, um, you know, it's a, it's a story uh, of uh, two identical twin brothers that were uh, born during the Great Depression. Uh, in the 1930s, uh, to a family that uh, was too poor to feed them, uh, both uh, too poor to take care of them. So um, they end up, um, uh, through dire straits, uh, 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 praying about and then giving one of the boys away to a pastor who was a traveling evangelist and his wife uh, that were coming through town uh, in hopes that they would be able to give them a better life. Um, these boys' lives uh, go in two different directions. Uh, one of them becomes an iconic uh, Elvis-esque um, superstar in the music world, uh, while the other grows up in a pastor's home uh, with this amazing um, musical gift that uh, uh, that he... Uh, doesn't really know how to how to develop uh, because he's on track to be like his father, which is to be a pastor. Okay. And uh, bottom line is these these two lives unknowingly intersect in this movie, and uh, they take some amazing twists and turns as you see the sovereign hand of God uh, operate in divine providence in their lives. So is the movie itself overtly faith-based? Uh, I would not say overtly. Uh, I like to uh, define faith-based versus faith-friendly. Okay, Faith-based would be something like uh, God's Not Dead or Fireproof or, right. Right. or uh, Courageous. Very clearly faith-based to the Christian world. Um, uh, this is something that is... Definitely to encourage Christians, but 
But we, we've done this film to reach out into the secular mainstream. Uh, and we did it through uh, tremendous quality of production values in this film, along with incredible acting. Ray Liotta, Ashley Judd, Seth Green, and it goes on and on and on. I was looking at the list of actors that you have. Like, like you said, uh, Ray Liotta, Ashley Judd, Seth Green. Yep. And Joe Pantoliano was a uh, Pantoliano. matter of fact, Joe, Joe said to me what he loved about this film. Um, uh, Joe. Yeah. Uh, is um, the fact that uh, it's where people are really living in their everyday life. So how did you find Blake Ryan? Blake Rain. Um, uh, we were looking for a period piece music guy that could really deliver on the music level. I'm a music guy. Mm-hmm. And so people say, well, what was more important to you, music or acting? I said, well, they're both important, but number one is I've got to have a guy that can pull off the music in this movie because it's a music-driven drama that has 29 tracks in the movie on the soundtrack. Wow. So... And this guy was going to have to carry the, the load. So I went after the music guy first. And uh, when I told this friend of mine who'd asked me, what are you looking for? He says, the guy's in my, in, in, my, in my rehearsal studio right now. I said, what are you talking about? This is Diamond Studios in, in uh, rehearsal studios in Nashville. He says, the guy you're describing is in my studio right now. You want to meet him? I go, I'd love to. And I walk in and I see this guy that, you know, if Elvis were alive, you'd say it was his son. It looked just like him. And then I heard him talk. It got more eerie. Wow. Sounded like him. Then I heard him sing, and I about fainted. Because the intention was to create an Elvis-esque S-type character. icon. Yeah. Well, I got the guy. Right, you know? right. So I asked Blake, I said, you know, have you ever had a desire to act? He says, my whole life. And I, and I said, uh, he said, I just never had the opportunity given to me. I said, I said, what would you think if I gave you that opportunity? He goes, I'd, I'd, in a minute, I'd be all over it. So we put him into acting school, put him in Holly, and sent him to Hollywood. And uh, a year later, this guy comes out, this amazing actor. And uh, the day Ray Liotta put his arm around him and said, man, you're something special, uh, along with Seth Green, Ashley Chad, and Joe Pantoliano, we knew we had something special. Not only was he a singer and performer naturally, but he was now an actor, and uh, hey, man, the guy's first film he delivered at the highest level. A little bit of Providence there, huh? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I look at this list of list of actors. I do have to ask, this is a faith-friendly film. Yes. How were they, how were they affected, or were they affected by the faith nature of this film? Absolutely. I, I, I think um, it's a great question, Joe. I, I think that every anybody that that signed on to be in part of this film in the screenplay, your your faith, you're arrested by faith, whether you believe or not. I mean, just the faith that it would take to give away one of your children uh, is beyond normal human capacity, you know? And uh, yet we know this happened in real life. People do it, you know, Uh, have done it in times past. And uh, so they were all touched by the screenplay, uh, affected everybody. But uh, Ray Liotta, who asked my son, Dustin Marcelino, who directed the film, why would you, you know, why would you pick me? I mean, 
as a pastor, I mean, no one would think of me as that, you know, you know, cause you know, you think of them as good fellas or you think of them as other films, but Dustin said, what we were looking for was the passion of good fellows and the compassion of field of dreams wow. where he played shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah, yeah. And we needed that combination together and we believe you can do it. And he said, then I'm in man. And he started reading the Bible for the very first time. In his life, he told us. No kidding. And he said he began to really sense God. And he said something to me that was staggering, Joe. He said, he said I actually asked God to flow through me, to work through me when I'm preaching and I'm teaching in this movie and really use it for his purposes. I mean, I was floored, man. I mean, he, in other this, words, he didn't have he didn't have guy, the words to say like the Holy Spirit right. worked through me or something. From a guy who had not even picked up a Bible, never picked up a Bible, but he started reading the Bible and he says, wow. "Boy, he really means what he says in this word," you know. And I said, "Yes, he does." And and uh, and, and Ray's a personal friend uh, till this day. I know that this movie had, uh, affected him. Uh, our relationships have, and uh, I believe he's a, a man on a mission. He's, uh, I mean, you know, salvation is is a process. It doesn't happen in a vacuum. Anyone that says that it does, right. then d- d- it doesn't really know because you know he's drawing. He draws us to him. right? And uh, that's what's happened in Ray's life. And he's on that journey. And uh, I know God's got his hand on his life. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, Marcelino family. Long history of, of music and and filmmaking. You are the uh, founder, president, and CEO of City of Peace Media and City of Peace Films. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned your son is the director uh-huh. of this film. Uh, tell us about this, uh, this family of faith. I have another son that, that is a co-producer. His name is Jordan uh, Marcelino. And my father, Jerry Marcelino, um, uh, famous record producer in the, uh, in the 70s at Motown, he produced Michael Jackson's first number one record, Rock and Robin, in 1972. He he produced the Jackson Five, the Michael, uh, the Supremes, the Four Tops, Smokey Robinson, Bobby Darin, Frankie Valley, you name it. He produced them in the 70s for Motown. I grew up in the studio seeing all these great singers sing, so I got the bug early in my life to get involved in the record industry, and I went full bore into it at 18 years old and never looked back. Um, I came to faith at 24 years old, uh, as my father ultimately did, uh, my brothers, uh, really our whole family. And, uh, and so, um, you know, this was a, a beautiful project because it was one family, three generations producing this film and directing this film and doing all the music to this film. Um, but also, uh, I, I might add that we had, Actually, five generations show up in the film. There's a train scene where I put my grandmother, who's still alive, she's 90, uh, my my wife and my two grandchildren at the time, I've got three now, uh, and my daughter and my daughter-in-law all are on this train scene so that I could, I could say we were all in it and you got five generations in the film and three produced it. How about that? You know? What kind of response are you getting from the film so far? Well, um... Uh, the theatrical release, uh, uh, was, uh, a very difficult, um, 
uh, we had a very difficult time. Uh, unfortunately, the film critics uh, got a hold of the movie before we opened up, 24 hours before we opened up. Mm. And, uh, and with all the biblical worldview points that we have in this film, and um, hopefully I'll get a chance to talk about that in a minute, but uh, they attacked everything that we stood for. Uh, in this film, every single bit of it. Uh, my publicist told me, who was a mainstream publicist, said, uh, who did you make mad? She goes, I have never seen a film attacked at the juggler vein like this film in my life. Really? Um, and uh, they attacked the acting, the cinematography, the faith aspects of the film. Uh, we even had anti-Semitic slurs that, that happened out there in the media uh, because of our stand for Israel in this film, which we'll get into. Uh, so needless to say, um, uh, you know, this generation in particular, Joe, they look at, at uh, Flickster uh, before they go see a movie. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we had a 2%, the lowest score in the history of Flickster before the movie came out. Uh, within 24 hours. Just to put that in perspective, when we were at 78 to 80 percent, uh, the the uh, the public, which they don't put on Flickster, uh, the first thing you see is what the critics say. You have to dig into Flickster before you see what the public says. But imagine that kind of a, an 80 to two ratio. Right. Right. Something's wrong. Right. Absolutely. Something's very wrong. Matter of fact, if you go to IMDb right now, you'll have 90% are giving our film an, a 9 or a 10. Wow. It's that shocking of a difference. Unfortunately, we did not, we were not able to recover on opening weekend because people saw the two and went to the next thing. Right. Right. Um, which was very difficult for sure. us to, you know, at that point. But when the dust settled, um, the people's lives have been changed. And I have one story after another, I could go all night with you right. on what, how this affected people's lives. Um, but we've really put it now in the hands. It, it came out on DVD and VOD on, on January the 13th. It goes to Netflix on May 13th and, and, and it's being released internationally country by country. Um, so we didn't get the pop that we wanted to on opening weekend. Um, but, uh, uh, hey, this movie touched people's lives, and that's really what we did. It That was what it was all about. This film addresses several biblical worldviews. Yes. And uh, it is, um, you've got something to say about Israel. Yes. Too. Can, can we talk about those things? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that. And once you, once I tell you the biblical worldview points in this film, I think you'll understand why the critics hit us so hard. Okay, number one, marriage. We we, we uplift marriage between a man and a woman. That's a hot button, mm -hmm. and they don't like it. You know, uh, number two, moral purity before marriage. They don't like it. You know, I mean, this is what we're dealing with. Right. You know, what's right. important to God and what His words is right. Number three, the the preciousness of childbearing. Um, especially um, as we we promote desire to have children in an abortion nation. 
we're at 55 million abortions right now. Well, we're saying, you know, that it's important to have kids if you can, right. you know, um, we talk about children respecting their parents in this film. Uh, faithfulness. In this case, Reese Wade, our pastor, in he was faithful in ministry for 40 years. Whether it's ministry or vocation, uh, it's something that's not talked a lot about, what it means to be faithful over a long period of time. You know, whether it's a marriage or ministry or vocation. Right. Uh we exalt marital love in this film. Uh, we talk about the struggle against our sins in this film, in particularly the sin of pride by our lead act, our, our, our uh, by the, our Ray Liotta character, because he tries to control his son's destiny and future by, by really uh, driving him to go down a road in a vocation as a pastor when maybe that wasn't God's best for his life. It happens all the time. Right. You can ask somebody, why are you a doctor? Well, you know, uh, my parents wanted me to go to, to, you know, medical school. Why are you a lawyer? My parents wanted me to go to lawyer. They'd fund it if I went that way. Right. These are not uncommon ideas. Um, we, we portrayed a pastor as a sinner not as a charlatan, but chiefly as a repenter to his son. Mm. You know, repentance is vital. And and if, if we can't repent to our own children, you know, uh, then do we really understand what repentance is? Right. And how vital that is as believers. We take a pro-Israel stand in this movie. Um, we... This is a pastor in 1967 that during the Six-Day War, when Israel was, was about to be completely wiped off the planet, uh, being attacked on all four corners of, their, of the land of Israel, and God miraculously delivers the nation with biblical kind of magnitude. But in 1967, and as a pastor in 1967, he represented you know, many pastors that said, we've got to pray for Israel during this time. And they did. He, he and his, con- his congregation prayed for Israel. And of course, we, pro- we, we show Israel's victory as a miracle from God. Uh, actually, as a Hanukkah miracle from God. Wow. Um, and we, we show that very vividly in the film. Uh, we stand against racism and make a statement of equality for all men in this film, you know, um, which I think you'll find very powerful. Matter of fact, if I could just share one little story with you. Absolutely. Uh, we were in a honky tonk scene in the late 1950s and our lead actor is in there with his friend and their two dates, but they're the only white people in the place <laughs> and they're there because of the music. They, they, they're feeling the music and, uh, a redneck cop comes in and his partner they come in and bust this place out um, and and basically uh, tells our guy, we don't cotton to their kind of people. Mm. You understand that? And he says, there ain't nothing wrong with these people. These are my friends, right? And this cop hauls off and just busts him 
wow. busts him in the face and busts him in the stomach and drops him. Do you know that in real life, during our lunch break that day, every every African American that was in there, and we had a whole a whole club full of them, came up to our guy in real life and said, "Thank you for taking a stand for us." Wow, that happened in real life. Wow, but they were, you know, we, you know, anyways, uh, and and finally, um, we encourage people to find their calling, their place in this life. So that in their generation, they can glorify God, Acts 13, 36. Mm-hmm. Joe, that's just some of the biblical worldview points. So you, I think you can see why, Absolutely. why people were ticked off. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. They had to deal with reality. The truth does you know? that. That's right. The truth does that, man. And, that's right. And uh, what, what's even more miraculous to me is I'm certain that these, uh, these actors— knew what the film was about, knew the context of the film, knew, knew what, what to expect. And they still signed on to it. That's right. Uh, So they, there's, there's a message there. Absolutely. And not just our actors, our, our cinematographer, uh, Carl Walter Lindenlob did uh, Independence Day Chronicles Mm -hmm. of Narnia. Our editor, Rick Shane signed aboard. He did the Hulk and, Many other big films. Wow. Also, he was a Chronicles of Narnia, I think, three uh, uh, editor. Uh, our production designer that signed on did Fast and Furious, Keith Brian Burns. He did Hustle and Flow, a lot of big films. Uh, our costume designer, Karen Wagner, did The Notebook. Are you kidding me? I mean, wow. we, it, this film touched people's hearts and lives, and all of them have been disgusted by the way the film was treated by the critics, knowing full well this film was a film with a, a great message that needed to be out there. And so we believe now that people can go get this DVD, and by the way, get 85 minutes of bonus content. When have you ever seen that? Right. And Ray Liotta is testifying. The story I told you and many of these others are talking about this film in the bonus content. So, you know... um, uh, we believe that uh, God will have the final say in this film and that uh, it's going to be one of those films that just goes on and on and on. So. You know, we, uh, you, you discussed a few minutes ago about your faith and about uh, your family and how your, your, your family came to faith. Yeah. Have, you, have you had a time where um, you personally questioned the existence of God or your own faith? Um, I wish that I could, I could say there was a time, but honestly, uh, I remember even back as a child looking up at the stars Mm -hmm. and believing there had to be a God behind this. There had to be, uh, and, and I would encourage any listener that you have today to just look at the stars, just look at, at flowers, look at a newborn baby. And it won't take them long to understand that there was a creator behind all of this. Amen. And, and, and I got to be honest, even though I didn't know the Lord, I, I couldn't deny those things. And so when the rubber came to meet the road, okay, and I came into a place of need in my life, I went through a very difficult time where I almost lost my life. Boy, I remembered all those things and the fact that God has to be real, you know, and, uh, and I gave myself to him 
fully 100%, no matter what the outcome was of my circumstance. And uh, in my case, he spared my life. Wow. But, but even if he hadn't, I told him, I'm sorry for the life that I've lived, the sin in my own life. And, uh, and uh, I just want you to know that I'm sorry and I, I do believe, you know, and in my own simple way without knowing all the sure, things sure. to say. And I'll never forget that. I believe he met me right where I was. And you touched on it a, a second ago, but I want to build on it if we, if we can. Um, what would you say to that person that is right on faith's edge? about to make that choice to believe or not to believe in God? I would tell them to pick up the word of God, the Bible, okay? And go to the book of John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. It's in the New Testament. For someone that doesn't know what that is, there's an Old Testament and there's a New Testament. Go to the book of John. By the way, John is Yochanan in Hebrew. <laughs> and uh, go in there and, and just read that book alone before they make any decisions, because that's what I did. And it doesn't take you long to understand that Jesus is God in the flesh and that there's nothing in the flesh that we have gone through in our lives that he didn't go through and that we have a comforter in the Lord, in our lives, and that he, by simply making a simple step of faith to confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved, is what the word says. And he will save you and direct your life. My life verse, Joe, is Proverbs sixteen nine. The mind of a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. And that is a word to anyone listening, that he, he will direct your steps. I don't think we can say anything more than that. Yokanon, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. The movie is called The Identical. Uh, it is out right now on uh, DVD. Is that correct? That's right. You can get Walmarts, uh, Kmarts, Christian bookstores, family Christian bookstores, Lifeway Christian bookstores, uh, Best Buy, you name it, you can find it out there or video on demand right now, whatever you need. If the uh, if the critics hate it, I'm going to love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. Thanks for hanging out, brother. I okay. appreciate you, man. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. The Identical is available at Amazon.com and retailers nationwide. More information uh, can be found in today's show notes at onfaithsedge.com slash 46. That's on faithsedge.com slash 46. Well, that'll wrap up today's show. Thank you again to Yokanon Marcelino for joining us, and thank you for listening today. I really appreciate you being here. You mean a lot to me, and you mean a lot to the show. I really love you guys. Remember, God is real, and eternity is now. Let's go out and live like it. God bless. Thank you for listening to On Faith's Edge. You can subscribe to the show via iTunes, Stitcher Internet Radio, or your favorite podcast app on Android, Apple, or Windows devices. To reach out to Joe or leave comments about the show, visit onfaithsedge.com. You're important to us, and we would love to hear from you. 